It's been a long uh, hiatus. I've got my one of my best friends here, Jordan Green. Yeah, so, what's up, boy? <laughs> I don't know what that sound was, bro. Um, yeah, so we're back, and we have a lot to talk about. It has been a couple of months since my since my last podcast, um, and this time around, we're just going to deep dive into all things Marvel and DC related because there's a lot of things we need to talk about and get caught up on, and um, yeah so to start um we've got the new marvel show loki coming out this week in a couple of days uh by the time you hear this podcast it would have come out already because this podcast will be dropping on friday um and the show comes out on the 9th which is wednesday uh we did not watch the trailer for that we did sure you, didn't did you want to watch the trailer for it real yeah, quick I'm, yeah I'm all right ready. so you guys are going to just have to pause for a second while we look up the trailer and we will come back in a couple of seconds with our thoughts uh, we just finished watching the uh, low-key show. Um, I'm going to adjust my mic really quick, so just ignore that. The trailer for the show. And um, what are your thoughts? I'm honestly looking forward to it. Yeah, bro. I mean, <laughs> Loki is just, like, such a unique character all around, and is an amazing actor playing as him, so... Yeah, and I think he was also one of the most loved characters from the original, just like Marvel movies in general. Everybody loved his character. He was great. Even mm-hmm. though he was a villain, he was still, like, lovable. And, he, like, you could almost sympathize with this story of, like, basically wanting to appease to his father and mm-hmm. trying to best his brother. Um, it's crazy. But also something that, sh- sh- like, struck me while watching the trailer. Of the other, what, two Marvel shows that have come out so far, you had WandaVision and then you had... Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yep. This trailer looked more like a movie than the trailers for the other ones. It sure did. Like, it looked like it's just like a full feature-length movie. Like, the quality of the show, just from the trailer alone, I was like, man, there's some pretty big set pieces in this show, it seems like. Well, I mean, um, it's got time travel, so... Yeah, and it's only six episodes. Was How many episodes was Falcon and Winter Soldier? Was eight? Nine? I don't even recall, man. Yeah, and WandaVision also was around the same number, so mm-hmm. I think this has the least number of episodes. Um, and I'm wondering how the length is going to be. Like, are they going to be 30-minute-long episodes? They're Hopefully, gonna be, they're going to be longer, like yeah. 45 to 50 minutes. That would be ideal. But if it's six episodes, each one of them 45 to 50 minutes, and it looks like that, that might be pretty good. Plus, it's going to be introducing the uh, multiverse, possibly. Yeah. Um, so there were actually, um, rumors that, um, Marvel could potentially address the cast changing through Loki. What do you mean? Like, you know how, um, what's, what's the guy that plays, um, Warhammer, I mean, War Machine right now. Oh, Don Cheadle? Yeah. And yeah. how, um, he Is originally, he not back? the original person uh, was. Right. It was, uh. I forget the actor's name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and how they had, like, those... Yeah, so if he was in the first, what, first movie? Yeah, and then the they, very first Iron Man And movie. then they just switched him for the second and mm-hmm. everything afterwards. Uh, that would be interesting, but also I don't think they would they would need to do that. Yeah, like, I mean... Most I, people don't even remember that guy. Yeah, I feel like it's a reach anyway. Yeah, yeah. But it would be interesting. I mean, it would explain some stuff if right. for people, you know... For sure. I, um... Yeah, man. I don't know. That looks really, really good. And um, this is going to have us jump a little bit, but because we're talking about the uh, the multiverse, um, we're going to jump ahead to... We're going to talk about the Spider-Man one. 
simply because that deals with uh, the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, only because uh, for anybody who isn't familiar, um, we're getting a new Spider-Man movie coming out this year. Is it this year or is it next year? I think it's this year. Yeah, this year. And uh, from the rumors that have been dropped, and at this point, because we're so late in the production of the show or the movie, um, it's pretty well known that there might potentially be multiple Spider-Men in this movie. And by multiple, I mean the two previous actors that played Spider-Man are potentially going to be in this movie. And if that is true, and we get Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in this movie playing their versions of Spider-Man, that's about to be some wild stuff. You know... What I really want to see, though, whether it be in this movie or the next one, I need to see another Black Spider-Man. You want to see? Uh, yeah. I need yeah. to see another Black yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, honestly. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up because um, the uh, Spider-Man movie with, uh, what's the guy's name? Miles, Mor- Miles Morales. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie. Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. That was a great movie. And if they did something similar to that in the Marvel like live action movies that'd be kind of dope but I don't know how I feel about it like does it make sense for them to bring in Miles Morales um no because like nobody really sees him right now like he hasn't been slightly teased in it yeah I mean he has in a sense because I think his uncle was in there playing um what is it Charles Gambino oh right um was his uncle and people kind of made that connection. So he so his kinda, character in the first Spider in uh in Homecoming. Yeah, yeah, Miles Morales' um uncle. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he was kind of teased in there a little bit, mm. but we, I mean, there's not enough like information really into it like that to really bring. So Miles. we're not going to jump too far ahead because eventually we're going to talk about black character, black uh, people replacing white characters in movies. We'll oh, get yeah. to that later on. Oh, yeah. But I think if they, if you know. Uh, Marvel is trying to become more diverse with their casting of mm-hmm. these new heroes that they're going to bring in into mm-hmm. MCU. Um, Miles Morales would be like a perfect character because he's already loved. He's an original black Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a black Peter Parker, which yeah. Peter Parker is traditionally white and they're just making him black for mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Um, so he's a traditionally black Spider-Man. He's already beloved. Um, so if they were to like find a way to bring him into the live action arena, dude, that would be amazing. And just imagine like a, a team up movie with Miles Morales and and Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Yeah, that'd that be would be tough. that would be lit because um, the kid that plays Peter Parker now, like Tom Holland, Tom Holland, oh, he's killing it. He's he's amazing. And I personally love Tobey Maguire. He's my favorite mm-hmm. out of all the Spider Men. With Tom Holland a close second, or maybe I don't know, maybe even on par because Tom Holland is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, Andrew Garfield is just yeah, doesn't do it for me. But the fact that this next movie might have all three of them in there that's just a crazy idea to me. I, I really hope they just go like all out. Oh, and Spider Man movie. And um, another rumors are um, the Sony verse. Sony, like you Marvel know, with movies. like with Venom, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Morbius that's gonna come oh, out. I forgot and all of Morbius. them. They're trying. Um, there's rumors that they're actually gonna combine that into the MCU. Finally, well, I could care less about Morbius, but if they could find a way to bring Venom, yeah, 
into dude that okay because the venom movie mm-hmm. was way better than i was expecting i wanted to hate that movie when it came out <laughs> because i was like there's no way it makes any sense to make a venom movie without spider-man mm-hmm. it just it it doesn't fit you literally cannot have venom without spider-man but sony did a good job of making it work oh, somehow yeah. i was very very surprised i uh, mean i forgot the actor's name i know it's at the tip of my lips uh to he, didn't, he, didn't he play bane too yeah he played bane yeah, he's a great I, actor i know killed it I think it's really him yeah, that's really he killed it. making yeah. Venom. And it's so like like he has he plays a lot of different characters. Um but he did an excellent job. Mm. That movie was just it was a fun movie. Like once I got I sat down and I watched it and I got through the first couple of minutes and I was like, Okay, this is better than I thought. Yeah. By the end of the movie I was like, Bro, this was a fun movie to watch. Well, like I like it. It was good. I liked it. The the reason why I think like Sonyverse, because I know you said you weren't like into Morbius. Uh, like that, but I mean, Blade is coming to Morbius. It's like a really big thing with Blade. That, that is true. But and see, you got, the only thing is with Morbius is we have not seen any. We haven't seen him in any movie or show or anything pre- is, previous. Is, to this. is that supposed to come out this year? Oh uh, no, I think that's Don't actually tell me maybe they pushed it out. No, maybe it is this year because it's already made. Yeah. It's done. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is this year. Yeah, I thought it was this year. Silence your phone. <laughs> uh, maybe that is this year. Um. I don't know if you want to look that up really quick, but yeah, my only reason is, is, is not that I don't have any interest in Morbius. It's just that as of right now, because we have nothing to compare it to, like there is no other Morbius movie or show or anything like that. It's just like until it comes out, I can't really make a judgment on mm-hmm. whether or not I like it. Um, So my only real concern is like if it's good, great. If it's not, whatever, we could forget about it anyway because it's not connected to anything now i do know that they're trying to potentially connect it to spider-man and mm-hmm. venom but i don't know it'll be really interesting i'm just i don't know i i know d or disney and marvel have made some amazing things happen with the marvel universe i mean the fact that they were able to pin a deal with sony a completely different studio that has the rights to their own totally different thing mm-hmm. and to give us the you know spider-man and the mcu and potentially venom and you know morbius as well that would be great dude that that would be amazing um so yeah uh so we're gonna hop into the next topic so uh spider-man is probably my most like anticipated movie coming uh coming up Mm -hmm. um since that does come out this year dr strange a close second Mm -hmm. um but before we talk about dr strange yeah you have a point there is one more thing yeah yeah that i do have to mention regarding spider-man okay and that is the uh, the casting for Craven the Hunter. Ah, right. So he, isn't he supposed to be one of the villains potentially? Uh, yeah, I think he's supposed to be one of the villains coming up. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson got uh casted as him. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it's this guy right here. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, he's but, in um, what's that uh Viking show? Vikings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in Vikings. But the thing is. You know who else was up for the role? Who else was up for the role? Keanu. Keanu Reeves? Keanu was up for the role, man. To play Craven? Yep. Hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. I honestly want him to play okay. Ghost Rider. Like, yeah, I feel like he would be perfect for the role. He would be amazing for a Ghost Rider. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they need to and make that Keanu happen. And Keanu is like just, he's a national icon. That mm-hmm. guy is like, everybody loves him. He's a great. Um, and he has so many like 
like iconic movies mm-hmm. and uh, eventually he's going to make his way to the MCU. Everybody does. It's yeah. like eventually he is. So who's he going to play? If they get him to play Ghost Rider, dude, that would be so lit. <laughs> so I'm glad that he didn't get the role of Craven because that means he couldn't be anybody else. I mean, but he would have been anything he does. He would have been great at yeah, I mean, But it's also like not. OK, how can we find a way to fit him in here? It's like, no. OK, who is the best character that we can give Keanu? Mm. Like. Because no matter what character we give him, he's going to be great for that role. Mm-hmm. So we got to pick, like, just the best of the best. Yeah. Ghost Rider would be so lit if they made that happen. But, you know, who knows if that's going to happen or not. <laughs> um, but a movie that is coming out that um, I did not—I keep forgetting that it's even a thing. Um, and the actor that is in this movie is uh, from a show that I really, really like, um, Kim's Convenience, which was suggested to me by a friend a couple years ago. I started watching it. And uh, it's a great, it's a Canadian Korean show, mm-hmm. um, and it's just about you know Korean Canadians and their dad owns like a little convenience store, and it's just their lives. It's a really f- cute, very funny show. I like it a lot. But um, Simu Lu, I think, is his name. He's going to be playing uh, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, in the new Shang Chi movie. And we just finished watching the trailer uh, a second ago, and I know you have some thoughts. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking? In all honesty, based off of the trailer, and this is just the vibe that I kind of get, I kind of get like a crazy rich Asian movie vibe. I never watched the movie. Mixed with a Mulan. Okay. The, the new Mulan. Okay, so. And they just, and all they did was just throw in, you know, somebody that's funny. Yeah. Into it kind of type thing. So, Simu Liu can definitely do comedy. He's a, he's a great actor. I really like him a mm-hmm. lot. Um, and I'm extremely excited that he's in the, in this movie and just in the MCU in general. It's gonna be so dope to see him like alongside all the other MCU heroes, mm-hmm. like an Avengers movie with him, and it's gonna be so amazing. But anyway, I love it because it's like this is literally like a Marvel martial arts movie. Yeah. And I absolutely love martial arts movies. Mm-hmm. I grew up on martial arts movies. Um, some of my like all time favorite just like icons, people that I look up to are Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jet Li. Mm-hmm. Um, these are like huge martial art movie superstars that are known all over the world and i get like vibes like martial arts movie vibes from this mm-hmm. um and so i really like i really really like the vibe of this movie yeah the only thing is is i'm kind of worried because as you saw with iron fist me personally yeah i like to show iron fist but a lot of people it did not fit i well with did not like iron fist and then you have that new milan which once i again, didn't watch well, a lot of and people did not like it. it. Yeah, a lot but of people did not like I, it. I'm not gonna watch it for political reasons. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later. Yeah. So at this point, Marvel hasn't really like done well with martial art superheroes. Right. Or Marvel and Disney together haven't. Very so true. I'm, I'm kind of like skeptical as to how this will go. Well, I'll say this: I have more faith in Marvel doing it right than in Disney doing it right. Mm-hmm. Now. Obviously, Disney owns Marvel, but Marvel operates basically as its own studio mm. that has the resources of Disney. So it's like they kind of make their own decisions internally. They kind of do their own thing. And I trust that Marvel has enough of a – they've been doing this for a long time. They have a formula that works. Mm. And basically, all they have to do is copy and paste that formula, add throw in some martial arts action and great casting – and uh, you got a winning movie. And I, I hope it's going to be good. I really hope that it's going to 
what Black Panther meant to the black community mm-hmm. and just honestly like minorities at large. Like that was just a great movie, great vibes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean everything about the movie was great. The soundtrack was great. Um, I mean, like cool. our our yeah, sorry. Go See, ahead. the only thing about that is that there were rumors that this might not even get played in China. Yeah, well, for obvious reasons. Yeah, and that's with the director confliction yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. This and might this not is even... the. Uh, we're not going to dive too much into it today, but like, that is a good point because there's a lot of there's a lot of behind the scenes politics going on in the movie industry as a whole, not just Marvel and Disney, but in the movie industry as a whole mm-hmm. when it comes to their interactions with China, particularly because China has so much control over not just what gets shown in china mm-hmm. but also what makes it into movies here in the u.s a lot of people don't realize that is a lot of studios when they make a movie they try to make a movie that they can play without too many edits all over the world mm-hmm. which means if there are things that will not be shown in china they are more likely to avoid it altogether case in point the first dr strange movie mm-hmm. the um who is the monk that like taught dr strange what's her name i don't even know her i name. can't remember her name She's like the wise one, the yeah. chosen one, something like I that. I think it's the wise one. Maybe it's the wise one. Okay. In the comic books, she's a Tibetan monk, mm. and it's a guy. Yeah. It's a Tibetan monk. But China does not even recognize Tibet as a legitimate country. Oh. And because of that, they could not use a Tibetan monk in the movie. Otherwise, they would not be able to show the movie at all in China. China would not have even allowed it to, to play. Mm. So they decided it to make it make her a white woman, which is like, this dude goes all the way to this country, a foreign country, to learn <laughs> these ancient ways from a white woman, bro. And not to get, not the, it's not about the race, but mm-hmm. it's just the fact that they had to concede and bow down to China because of this reason. Yeah. And it's a lot of those little decisions that get made in studios, not just Disney, not just Marvel, but just in studios in general. Mm-hmm. People don't realize it. They don't really think about it. They just see the final product and they think, okay. I mean, she played the role well, and I have nothing against the actress that played the chosen one or mm. wise one, whatever her name was. But it's just the fact that they gave up an opportunity to not only remain true to the comic books, but to also cast a minority or Tibet, you know, in the role that was meant for a Tibetan person to play. Yeah. And they just avoided that altogether. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this movie goes about. Mm. Um, I don't see Marvel giving up a ginormous market like China just to you know, appease fans. Um, because here's the thing, if even if they decided to take something that would make China upset and they just say, oh, we'll just take it out of the movie mm-hmm. and fans get pissed off, we're still going to go watch the movie. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Not only are we going to watch the movie, Chinese people are actually also going to go watch the movie like, yeah. because they'll actually be able to see the movie in their country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we were really upset and we decided not to go see the movie, maybe we could actually make change, mm-hmm. but that's not going to happen. People are gonna go watch a movie anyway. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna really dive into this too much yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah I know. You know, <laughs> I we, dive. know we got a whole another big issue on that one. So I'm gonna dive right back into that a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll yeah, talk about really, that. I'm gonna really get in that one. But um, I mean, that was a good point that you raised, though, and I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't even thinking about that when we were, you know, coming up with the uh, topics we were gonna talk about today. But just something to think about for people who are looking into this stuff, and if you go to look up the. Uh, trailer for the movie just keep that in mind it'll just be interesting to see what the reception is like uh the point that i was about to make um a second ago though was that i hope that this shang chi movie if they do it well and i hope it's done well i mm-hmm. hope it means a lot to the asian community as well um and that this can be 
you know, the Black Panther for the Asian community and for minorities in general. Like, to me, I think that's dope that they have, you know, an Asian lead. Yeah. I mean, he's Korean. Um, in a huge major Marvel movie, I think that's dope. And not only am I going to go see the movie because it's Marvel mm-hmm. and I like martial arts movies, but also I like this actor and I love that he's actually leading this movie. And I think that's great. Um, and I want to talk about diversity in Marvel, but we're going to wait because that's going to come up a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So we're going to save that for now and we're going to dive right into the next one, uh, <laughs> which actually is Eternals. Um, and actually, the Eternals trailer is the reason why I want to talk about diversity. Mm-hmm. But before we talk about that, um, we also just finished watching the Eternals trailer. Um, and I want to know your thoughts. Like, what what did you feel? Because I have my thoughts on it and my feelings on it. But I'm curious to know what you think. In all honesty, yeah, it looks so boring. <laughs> okay. It looks so right. boring. <laughs> and, like, you need... Now, keep in mind, it is a te- it's not even a trailer. It's a teaser. Mm-hmm. So uh, a teaser, the difference between a teaser and a trailer for people who may get confused is a teaser is basically a trailer for a movie that doesn't give up any information about what the movie is about mm-hmm. or anything like that. Whereas a trailer may actually start to introduce you to the story. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what is this movie about? Who's the villain? This, that, and the other. A teaser is literally that. It just teases what the movie is without giving up too much information. Uh, well, yeah, true. But I felt like... One of the things that stuck out to me most was their outfits. Okay. Did you not like the outfits? They needed more color. Uh, they needed to be more brighter. Like, you're, you're fucking eternal, my nigga. Language. Like, but oh, it's okay. Oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> you're good. You're, you're, you're eternal, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Thanos had a whole gold suit. True. And he had a purple face and everything. I mean, you had some more color than him. True. But also keep the- in mind, too, it may look brighter. Because also, you got to keep in mind, we just watched this on, on my TV. Um, and the settings on the TV may not be the best. Plus, it's bright in here, mm-hmm. so it's not going to look great. I feel like those they're probably going to come out a lot brighter when the movie comes out. I hope so. And they finish the editing, and you're in a theater, and you actually can see it in all its glory. Mm-hmm. Um, they look like freaking Marvel Power Rangers, basically. Um, or they should. Like, the suits should be bright and colorful and, and you know inviting, but we'll see. Um, but I'm actually glad that you said it looked boring. Mm-hmm. Because when the trailer dropped, and I watched it, and I'm like, okay... I can see like the vestiges of like, like something that could be great and mm-hmm. epic, but the ta- teaser doesn't really give us a lot. I mean, it's a teaser, so it's not meant to give us a lot. It's meant to tease. So it's like, eh, there's not a lot here. But then I was reading articles, and all the articles I was reading was like, oh my god, this is about to be Marvel's next epic movie. This could be, you know, an Academy Award, not, uh, you know, considered movie, and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And I'm like. Y'all got all that from this teaser, bro? Because I ain't get nothing. <laughs> like, like I just I. I didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that. And it, like, I won't go so far as to say it was boring, but I will say that like, it was just a teaser. Yeah. I need more before I can really make a well, like an actual decision or a judgment on it. Um, I do like the vibe, mm-hmm. and I do feel like it has the potential to be something genuinely dope. Mm-hmm. And I um, the director whose name is escaping me right now and it should not, but the director is somebody who I do have a lot of respect for mm-hmm. and I should remember her name. Um, also it's a female director, which is pretty dope. Um, but she has a huge, like a really good tr- track record of movies that she's done before this. Mm-hmm. I think two of her previous movies have won Academy Awards and apparently Marvel was extremely pleased yeah, with, with, with what she did with Eternals mm-hmm. to the point where they're like, yo, like 
Yeah, this might be, you know, it might be award worthy well, when it drops, but we don't know yet. Let me just say this. Yeah. With a cast like that, it better be award. Okay, <laughs> award yeah, and that's <laughs> perfect segue because that's what I was about to say. The only thing from the trailer that I thought was like A1 was that cast. Bro, that cast is like this has got to be one of the best cast movies in the history of movies. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in this movie. And if you want to talk about diversity and how to do it right, I and I pray that this movie does not do anything dumb Mm -hmm. but just like looking at the cast Mm -hmm. bro this movie looks like this is about to be like this is dope like this is how you do diversity right in Mm -hmm. my mind if you're looking at trying to diversify these huge multi-million dollar or multi-billion dollar um intellectual properties like marvel or dc or whatever it is and Mm -hmm. you're trying to introduce these minorities bro just i if you have not seen the eternals trailer please go and watch it yeah because it like I felt some type of way about it. I was like, N- I don't get all the other stuff that everybody's saying, mm-hmm. but the cast stands out to me. Like it stands out a lot. And these aren't just like, these are A-list actors, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you got the um. Oh my god, my Game of Thrones fans are gonna hate me because we <laughs> got we got Jon Snow who is not in the trailer, mm-hmm. but the actor that plays Jon Snow is in the movie. Yep, Black Knight. Black Knight. Um, and his brother from the show. Mm-hmm. Is also in this movie, and he plays the leader guy. Yep. Um, you got Angelina Jolie in this movie, who I mean, that's Angelina Jolie. Like she alone is enough a reason to watch a movie. Yeah. Um, like she's a great actress. Um, I mean, dude, you've got the um, the Indian guy, and I can't think of his name. We we're not prepared at all for this. So if you guys <laughs> are seeing us, we keep us, forgetting we keep names. names. <laughs> <laughs> we were not prepared. We just knew we had a lot to talk about. So please forgive us. But this is a reason for you guys to go and look this stuff up on your own. Um, so you know, that's on you. But bro, I just I'm I'm excited beyond excited for the cast oh, of yeah. this movie, and I think that's going to be amazing. And I hope that they do it right. Like when we get a trailer and we eventually watch the movie, I hope it it doesn't seem forced watching it. It seems so natural that this is a diverse cast. Mm. And that is a thing that is so difficult for studios to achieve is natural feeling diversity in their movies without things seeming forced. That was one of my issues with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, not even the diversity, but when they were trying to tackle race and some scenes of it, we already talked about it. Yeah. So I'm not going to get too much into it. If you know me and you want to hear my thoughts on it, you can hit me up you know, on my private line mm. if you got my number. If not, oh well. But um, <laughs> some parts of it seem forced and Marvel and DC shows in general can sometimes seem forced when they're trying to do the diversity thing or when they're trying to tackle race or any of those types of issues. But this seems like this could literally set the standard for how to do it right. I don't know. We will see. But those are just the vibes that I got from watching the show, uh, mm-hmm. the trailer or the mm-hmm. teaser, not even trailer, but the teaser. Um, so I'm very excited for this movie. Um, now, obviously, my most anticipated movie, Marvel, right now is Spider-Man, just because of what it could mean going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Strange, a close second. But Eternals, man, like when they eventually drop the trailer, which should not be because the movie comes out this year, like I think December of this year. So eventually we're going to get a trailer sooner rather than later. Um so depending on what the trailer shows, like this could be it, bro. This could be it. this could be it. Oh, sorry. Uh, anything else you wanted to say oh, about no, that? No, okay, no, okay, 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 cool. Um, but yeah, so I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Um, I think that wraps it up for all the Marvel stuff, though. Is there anything else? Um, I know you briefly wanted to talk about uh, Black Widow. Yeah, I was sitting here and I was wondering exactly like. 
what is Scarlett Johansson's future in the MCU? I mean, most likely, you know, she's going to do cameos or something. But I feel like her role, because she did surprisingly have a role as far as what she did for the team. Like, who, who's going to be that replacement? You said surprisingly? Yeah, surprisingly. What do you mean surprisingly? Because Surpri- you know I don't really have any respect for Black Widow like respect- that. What? No. You, I, okay, 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 okay. I'm going to give you an opportunity to rephrase that because maybe <laughs> respect wasn't the right okay. word. You're not a you know, fan I don't of her. Like her. Okay, yeah. you're not a fan of her. Yeah. You can't not respect Black Widow, bro. She's the she's the original person that gave up her life to save everybody. Everybody forgets that, and I'm gonna defend her every time it comes up. Mm-hmm. She voluntarily gave her life before Tony Stark did, and nothing that Tony Stark did would have even been possible if she didn't give up her life first. So let's mm. give respect where respect is due. Or they take a dog. Sacrifice <laughs> 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 a dog. Wow, you really just compared her to a dog, bro. Wow. Well, I mean, let's just sacrifice this. Let's just sacrifice. I didn't, move you know, they didn't this. say what was. But you had to sacrifice the thing that you loved the most. That was the whole point. Why did Thanos have to give up Gamora? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that was his favorite yeah. daughter, though. Yeah. Exactly. But it was also the thing he loved the most. Wait, so it was the only thing that he loved. Okay, was so more than Black Widow was there with who? With um, Hawkeye. Exactly. But Hawkeye and loved her the most. Okay, more everybody else was wife? dead. He can't sacrifice people oh, who are yeah, already yeah, dead. Yeah, true that. True that. I didn't so think. and you got to think them two. They have a history. They mm-hmm. are basically brother and sister. Mm-hmm. So in that moment. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, okay. all right. That makes sense. Then. All right, continue. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right, makes sense then. All right, so what, what were you going to say about? Uh, well, I mean, still, I feel like somebody needs to kind of replace uh, that her, role. Okay, well, um, I don't know how I feel about that. So, obviously, we have a movie that's still yet to come out. It should have come out like a year ago, mm-hmm. and I keep pushing it back. Um, and the movie looks like it's going to be really good, but obviously she's, at this point, the movie takes place in the past, because in the present, Black Widow is no more. She, you know, she's dead. Yeah. Um, and if she shows up at all in the MCU going forward, it'll be in flashbacks and whatnot. Or, 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 no, or, no, or, no. She could come back through Doctor Strange, Madness, and Multiverse. How? Just another version of Black Widow. Why? You they could know. they could just go and bring Iron Man back too then yeah bring Iron Man back too nah because then it just doesn't I mean would anything gladly appreciate Iron Man coming nah back. bro because if Iron Man comes back and ain't nobody else gonna have a it chance be, to do anything it might be a Tom Cruise he Iron would be Man. like like Iron Man is like the Goku of the Marvel Universe it's like you've got all these other super dope characters but nobody else gets an opportunity to be dope because Goku always comes in and kills the big bad at the end and then nobody cares about anybody else but him Vegeta looks dope sometimes sometimes but guess who always ends up beating the big bad villain it's always Goku Goku. same thing with Tony Stark and and, you know no disrespect to Tony Stark you know he's Mm -hmm. my man I like him but it's also like you gotta give other people an opportunity to shine too yo I mean, you can bring back Tom Cruise. I mean, he's already oh yeah. Wait, what do you mean Tom Cruise? to be in there? Oh, as an alternate version of Tom Iron Star. Man. Yeah. Or um, yeah, Iron Man. Uh, eh, that 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 doesn't do it for me. Like, it would be super dope to see him as a alternate version of mm-hmm. Tony Stark, but just keep it that. Like, cameo in a movie as an alternate version of Tony Stark, but don't don't stay don't stay around. Go away. 
Dang, man. <laughs> yeah. Hating on Tom Cruise. Because like it wouldn't that. be fair to it wouldn't be fair to Robert Downey Jr.'s character to just have Tom Cruise come in and, and pick up where he left off and just be like, Yeah, everybody I mean, loves Tony Stark. I mean, what are so many different versions of Iron Man though? I mean, you got an even evil version of him. True, but see you're you're diving into the possibility that there's just gonna be too much. Like we're we're already like okay I'm excited for where the MCU is going mm-hmm. and when we get to the DC stuff I'm even excited for some of the stuff that could be potentially happening with that mm-hmm. but also you have to keep in mind too bro every movie or every year the biggest movies and the only movies that anybody really even looks forward to are all superhero movies yeah and after Endgame there was a for me personally there was a sense of like okay that was epic I mean the past ten years have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from here? And even though, even if they find a way, obviously they're going to find a way to make more movies. Mm-hmm. They're always going to do that. Eventually, you're going to be like, bro, I can't do it every year, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm just, this is too much. It's just like, you keep trying to do more and more and more and more and more and more. At some point, you got to gotta stop. Okay. You can't just keep bringing new Iron Mans and kill them off and then just bring another Iron Man in or bring another Captain America, kill them off and just, just keep bringing. Because then there's never going to be an end. It's like, at some point, you got you to gotta balance it out. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some balance. So like, Yes, they're going to dive into the multiverse. I'm sure you're going to see some alternate versions of different characters. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super dope, but they just they I think their biggest challenge is not who to bring in, it's how do we balance all of these characters cuz I mean, you got to think of the cast of Endgame, bro. They had everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a monumental task and they're more than up to it. I mean, they did a great job with Infinity War and Endgame, but it's also like if you do too much, like not only does your potential for ruining it grow exponentially the more you try to do, but also you risk completely losing your whole fan base because mm. they're just like, yeah, you're doing too much. Just calm down. Stop. That That's my personal feeling towards it. So I don't know. Like if they decide to bring Black Widow back, it better make sense. Because you're going to lose a lot oh, yeah, of people yeah. if you do it wrong. Of course. Of course and it I, I feel like it would sense. be safer for them to just move on. Like, Iron Man 2. It's safer to just move on. Like, I mean, he... You can't replace Iron Man, bro. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. You can't replace him. And if you bring him back in flashbacks, you, you know, can, great. You can, re- you can but replace Thor. Don't don't go there. Don't do that. Don't replace Thor. No, don't do that to me. They're going to replace him, too. And that's what's making me sad, bro. Oh, yes. Finally, <sighs> Thor is one of my. If for people who don't know, Thor is one of my favorite. Like out of out of all of the Marvel heroes, my top two, Iron Man is number one. Mm-hmm. Even though you may think that he's not, because I don't talk about him that much. Um, but Thor is easily my number two. Mm-hmm. I I actually genuinely love Thor as a character, and I think he's hugely underrated in most conversations like literally think of any conversation you had you the person listening to this right now think of any conversation you had about marvel does how often does thor come up as never. a legitimate like you know part of your conversation never, never. there's always captain america or iron man mm-hmm. or spider-man or, or black, black panther, panther or any of those people thor is rarely talked about yeah, he when sucks. he outside of iron man i feel like thor had one of the most like dynamic story arcs of any other character in the show. Like this dude literally lost everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, I mean, this character is dealing with mental illness, bro. This dude was depressed. He mm. grew 300 pounds. Mm. And like, so it's tough. I don't know. I personally, I really connect to Thor. I, I like him a lot. And, um, spoiler alert, but like, they're basically going to replace him there. His next movie is going to be his, probably his last movie. And they're actually just going to have another character come in and take his mantle. 
screw you. I, <laughs> I, I, I 100% believe in letting characters go and moving on from them. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the idea of, I don't know. I, I, I was going to say I don't like the idea of somebody like taking over for a character, mm-hmm. but the way that they did Falcon and Winter Soldier, I thought that was a really great way of doing it. Yeah. Um, and so if it's done right, it could make sense. So I don't. So I'll, I'll say this. I'm open to the possibility of him being replaced mm-hmm. as long as they do it right. Although, outside of Iron Man, I'm gonna. That's gonna be a hard. You one. know. You know what I noticed? Well, and I just noticed it now. We're gonna have some real big female hitters. Yes. Yes. The re- and I, I will elaborate. I, and I'm sure this is why you said that. But the reason he's saying that is because Thor is gonna be replaced by a female actor. Yeah, actress. And, and then you have Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's gonna have a better arc or do better. I hope so. I they, hope so too. Yeah. I, it's, oh, here's the thing: nobody likes Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. but I want to like her as a character just because I feel like she has a lot of potential. Yep. Um, and then you have Scarlet Witch. Yes, everybody loves Scarlet Witch. Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Yeah. Um, true. You got She Hulk coming up. She Hulk. True. For people who don't know that, I she's mean, getting like, her whole show. Like goodness gracious, man. Um, who else? Potentially Iron Heart. Yep. Uh, you might have Black Panther's younger sister. Yep, taking over. Dang, bro, we might. It's basically just all female Avengers, man. Bro, I told you they're gonna make a female (laughs) Avengers movie. And here's the thing: for all those people who are gonna be like, "Oh my God, no, I don't want an all female Avengers movie." Uh, on the one hand, I totally understand and I partially agree because this is where going back to my earlier point. A lot of times when studios try to do this thing where they try to do like the minority empowerment or the female empowerment or anything like that, mm-hmm. it can come off forced and ruin the whole vibe. Mm-hmm. But if they do this right, this could be a really great example of how it should be done. So it depends because we have characters that we already love and that we're already bought in on. You know, Scarlet Witch, we already are bought in on our character, even though her show mm-hmm. She was basically a villain. She enslaved an entire town of people, but we're not going to get into that. Okay? She was a bad guy in that show. And she only did it for like a week, man. Fight me on it. Don't matter. (laughs) Don't matter if it was an hour. She enslaved an entire town of people. But we're not going to get into that. That's an (laughs) argument for another day. Um, But that being said, we still like her character. Most people do. I do. I like her character. Um, Who else? Um... I can't really bring up uh, I can't Captain even Marvel think because of any Captain male Marvel isn't big hitter now. Uh, Spider Man, well, she is going to be Spider Man, obviously. But like, um, and Doctor Strange. That's well, it. Well, uh, that's all I can think of Black Falcon. <laughs> Black Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. <laughs> I mean, well, the thing is with him, and the only reason I'm not mentioning him yet, yeah, is because he. Well, you know they already announced. Go Steve, sorry. Go oh, comparing him to Steve Rogers. Well, you can't compare. I know, but you. And the whole point of the show was that you can't compare. He's a different. I know he's a different Captain di- America. Different Captain America. But that shield and living up to that standard. I know. So much so. I, I need to see more. You actually. Like watching that show actually changed your opinion on Captain America. Yeah, it did. Because it you did. Did, you were not a fan of Captain I America. We had so many arguments slash debates, but mostly arguments. I thought Captain oh, America was a punk. But seeing the shoes that had to be filled, and you realize, yeah, I did. Yeah, because Captain America is also he's my third favorite hero, and I I had to defend this guy 
for months <laughs> against my favorite hero in the MCU because this dude just did not like Captain America that much. But not, anyway, that's a totally different thing. I thought he was like, but um, not the worst, but definitely down there. Anyway, <laughs> I, I I imagine that the debate that me and you had, Captain America versus Iron Man, I'm pretty sure everybody and their mama has had that debate. Um, and so, I don't know, maybe... I don't want to relive it because we've had this debate so many times, so it's fine. <laughs> We're not going to get into it. But I think the Falcon and Winter Soldier show did an amazing job mm-hmm. of taking Captain America's shield and handing it off to a different character. And, um, I mean, they even dove into, like, the race issue a little bit, but I think they did a really good job of it. A lot of people were like, us, it can be forced. And there were some parts of the show that I was just like, this is this is absolutely forced. I mean, there's one scene early on. And if you've seen the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That was literally forced because it was this little event that happened in the show that just it, it absolutely did nothing. It added nothing. It took nothing away. It was just it was it was annoying. But anyway, I digress. Overall, the show was great. Loved it. So it will be interesting to see how they go do it going forward. Do you think he's going to be like the leader of the Avengers going forward? Like, I feel like he has the potential. He definitely has potential. And because seeing watching that show. Bruh. I saw Steve Rogers in him, yeah, bro. I man. was like, man, if that ain't he's, Steve. He's got that leadership quality, bro. And I think like I think he even brings something deeper to it too. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't think so. I think they're gonna give it to Captain Marvel. Okay. So I would agree with you, but um recently so their plan was to actually have Captain Marvel be Captain Marvel be the leader. next leader mm-hmm. of the Avengers as Captain America was before. Mm-hmm. But the reception of Captain Marvel was not the best. Oh yeah. A lot of people did not like and it wasn't even that it like a lot of people made it like, oh, nobody likes her because she's female. That had nothing to do with it. It was just they introduced her way too late. They tried to make her this huge, overpowered character. Nobody was invested in her character at all. Yep, and then when she got in the movie, so she didn't she, do nothing. Right, and then when she got in the movie, she didn't do anything. And it's like, and then also, where have you been this whole time? Mm-hmm. Like, there's just, it's, it's a lot of problems with the character in general. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. Um, but because of that, they've actually decided that they're going to kind of tone her character down a little bit mm-hmm. and, and lessen her role. Um, so it may actually be that she is no longer going to be like the, the de facto leader of the ne- whatever the next Avengers are, um, so I don't I don't know. I mean, because like I feel like Cap- the new Captain America, I got to get used to imagining him as Captain America now. Hasn't had that big of a role in Impact yet, right? To be classified as a leader, and Doctor Strange, I cannot see like I would love for him to be a leader, but knowing him. And he's definitely character. a solo person. Yeah, he's a solo person. He's not yeah. going to do that. Spider-Man, he's too young he's too for young. the role. Right. Um, and, and then all the female characters that are there, I, I would say, really... oh, I would say Thor, but Thor is too... He's uh, he's broken. He's a broken character. Well, you know? he's going to get replaced anyway. Yeah, he's about to get, yeah, you're right. He's about to get replaced. I dang, Yeah, man. I don't know. And it's like Black Panther. You can't make Shuri. Yeah, man. That's, that still stings, bro. I know. Damn, that still hurts. Dang, I'm I'm now wondering know, who's man. gonna be the leader. Um, am I, I forgetting know. someone else? It really depends on I'm the. So, so they announced that the next they are gonna make another Captain America movie, and mm-hmm. it is gonna be, um, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? It's gonna be Falcon's movie, basically, and it's gonna be him. 
So it really depends on how how that movie goes. Um, I think that'll be dope. But I don't know, man. That's gonna be uh, it'll be interesting to see who they're gonna have to lead lead them going forward. It'll be really interesting. I know. I'm I'm really trying to look this up. Like, yeah, did I no, forget you're someone? Good. I feel like yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know who else. I mean, who? Yeah, who else could they? Like maybe maybe Hulk maybe. Well, no, nah, he wouldn't be Hulk. Nah, nah. he couldn't. No, nah, he couldn't be a leader. Ah, man, this is a tough one. I don't know. Sheesh. Yeah, I don't know who in the world. And and Scarlet Witch is too out of it. Yeah, she. Well, she's about to be a villain, bro. I don't even know if she's gonna um be a hero going forward. Hawkeye, he's finna get replaced. Hawk, yeah, he's about to get replaced. Damn, bro, bro, they're literally replacing everybody with females. Not that that's a problem, but game worth the equality here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Nah, bro, oh, bro. I just need like something like to be kind of even or like. You can be like two uh, off, but nah. like good. looking okay, but at so the gotta, roster, man. Even is this the whole first roster was all males, so this time is all females. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm saying it should be more diverse, true, but you know, true the, that we're guys, so we can't even, you know, y'all don't have a say. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, but um, I don't know. Like, I have no problem with it. It just it's just interesting, man. That's that's kind of crazy. Shoot, the only other person that I can see potentially leading the Avengers. He's not even technically con- considered an Avenger. Oh, Lord who? Star-Lord. Heck no, nah, bro. <laughs> Star-Lord, Star-Lord look, I love Star-Lord, but nah, but man. He, but see, like, comparing him to all the other Avengers. He, he's, it's like, he's like Spider-Man, bro. He's just immature. He doesn't have the leadership qualities that you need to lead a whole team of equally skilled and more skilled people i mean but he's like, done it with the um yeah but see the guardians but but they're the guardians of the galaxy bro they some they some a-holes <laughs> as the guy said in the first movie they uh, you anybody could lead a raccoon could lead them yo <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like that's just you know it oh, is man. what it is but um i don't know man that, that's i I don't know. That's tough. That's that's interesting. It's, it's got to be Captain Marvel, regardless. You you have I, no choice. I don't think it's going to be Captain Marvel, bro. Because here's the thing: nobody's going to accept her as being the leader of the Avengers. Well, then there's only one. It would have to be. It would have to be Captain America, Captain Falcon, Captain Falcon. It would have to be Captain Falcon. <laughs> oh man! Like he's the only person that I think is mentally like equipped to lead lead them. Like he's the one who I think he has the strongest morals out, mm-hmm. of, out of everybody. Um, I think he actually feels the weight of leadership more than everyone. There is one more person that I would mention as a potential who, and I think her position is similar. I'm going to say similar, not exactly the same. Similar, and that's Monica Rambeau. Because I feel like she got those leadership. She has potential, but she, I mean, she was on in one show for I know. five minutes yeah, total. I know. So, like, it, it depends on how her character develops going forward. But even then, like, you have to you have to give her a story first. So you would have to actually do. see her around. I mean, they definitely will. But it's just like Captain Falcon already has it made, basically. Hmm. I, I'm going to I'm gonna bet on it's Captain got, Falcon, yeah, bro. It's, 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 it's either him or Marvel. And I if and if it's a choice between him or Marvel, I'm definitely going for Captain Falcon. Nah, they're gonna they're gonna make it Marvel. 
They can't guarantee you. We'll see. You want to bet on it right now? I'll bet you I'll bet you a paycheck. A paycheck? Yeah. Oh man, boy, you trying to make me go broke. I'm trying to get a new car too. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Never mind, never mind. I ain't buying you no car. <laughs> oh man. Um we'll we'll make a private bet. Alright, okay. We'll make a private bet off uh, off air. Okay. And uh we'll see how it goes. I bet you I win. <laughs> I bet you I win. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. I, I'm just saying that I will literally quit this podcast if you win, bro. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't do I'm joking. that. I, yeah. There's, I can't do that. But um, all right. Well, we will uh, not very smoothly segue into the next topic. My iPad <laughs> keeps closing on me. I'm sorry. This I don't know how to set the screen to stay on. Um, And we're going we're gonna to go from Marvel to DC now. And um, recently... Warner Brothers, uh, or AT and T. Wait, AT and T sold Warner Brothers. Okay, so thank you. AT and T sold Warner Brothers to Discovery. Mm-hmm. Now Warner Brothers owns DC, and with this, you know, deal, um, there has been talk that potentially this new potential and this new deal with Warner Brothers and Discovery could pave the way for the DC cinematic universe to kind of be reborn so to speak um and the question is do they move forward with the snyderverse which is already kind of established people definitely have their thoughts and feelings on it um and whatever your thoughts and feelings are on it who knows maybe they're going to keep forward with it or do they reboot dc and try again new actors new stories whole new whole new field like what, what do you think? Keep start Snyderverse or start over? Okay, so there are rumors that, you know, Discovery really only want DC so that they can sell them. Sell DC? Yeah, so that they can sell them. Hey, Disney. Um, so potentially <laughs> DC might be coming up, uh, so you should buy them. I, well, see, the thing is, I thought about D- Disney. Because I was like, they're not going to do DC wrong in any way, shape, or form. But also, they're not going to give them they that would, dark They term. would do them wrong. They would not do them wrong. Mm-hmm. But also, Disney is already too powerful, bro. Yeah. But also, they're not going to give them that dark tone that they need. And there also wouldn't be any competition. Mm-hmm. Like, if Disney owns both Marvel and DC. So, yeah. yeah. So, I, I, what I would say, Netflix needs to buy them. Ooh, interesting proposition. Netflix needs to buy. What DC. about HBO? Who owns HBO? Because um, you know HBO has the deal already with the DC movies. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. No, isn't HBO part of Warner Brothers? Oh yeah, yeah. obviously that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so I say, hmm, Netflix buys uh, DC because you already saw how Jupiter's Legacy. Did not do great. No, I and, didn't even finish the second episode. And we know DC is a bit of a darker tone. Yeah, which now a lot of people are liking. And Netflix already already did their darker superhero shows with the with their Marvel shows, yep. and mm-hmm. that was really really good. Great. Uh, you know, Iron Fist notwithstanding, but all the other ones were really good. <laughs> yeah. Um. And we, you know, we've seen The Boys, we've seen Invincible, Invincible, which are oh my which God, are Invincible, which. Pause real sec- mm-hmm. for a second. If you have not watched Invincible yet, I need you to stop everything you're doing, whatever shows you're watching, go watch it. Invincible, although it is an animated show, 
It is easily one of the best shows I've watched in recent memory. And by best, I mean the writing is on point. Um, and if the writing for a show is on point, I'm automatically sold. But that show is so well written, and it's just genuinely engaging. And the ending of that show, my God, <laughs> I highly recommend it. Please go watch Invincible if you have not yet. It's not a very long show. There's only one season. But go watch it, and then talk about it to your friends, and then get them to watch it, because everybody should watch that show. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I mean, just the tone of those t- those shows kind of had, you know, you know, DC is going to have that darker tone. So you're, you're going to appeal to more audiences that way, especially if it's on Netflix. Like, you know how many people watch Netflix or have a Netflix account? Yeah. Everyone, literally everybody on planet earth has a Netflix account and has access to Netflix, even if they don't have the access to the account. And and who doesn't want to see Batman and Superman? You know, that's a very, that's a very interesting proposition. I think honestly, that makes the most sense because I feel like Netflix is probably in the best position. They're nowhere near as big as Disney, mm-hmm. but they would be in the best position to compete with Disney slash Marvel if they bought DC. Mm-hmm. And they also would have an immediate access to like the biggest audience because mm-hmm. everybody and their mom has access to Netflix. Yep. Um, and the competition between Netflix, DC, and Disney Marvel would probably be amazing. Mm-hmm. Dang, I really like that idea. Yeah. I really like that and, idea. And Netflix has been trying to expand a little bit more. Yeah. And you can potentially buy Give up the Jupiter's gaming. Legacy, man. That that was that that was weak. Yeah, it was I didn't even finish the show. I'm I'm gonna finish it eventually, but after watching the first episode and a half, I was like, I'm gonna take my it time. It left with this. off of on on a cliffhanger. Of course. Because yeah. they want you to they want you to want a second, mm-hmm. but they already canceled it. They already canceled the show. Yeah. So it's like, wow. Um I'm going to finish it, and I'll give my thoughts whenever I finish it. But Netflix could do better. And by better, I mean DC. Yeah. DC is big. Go big time. And, okay, so next question. if they Let's say Netflix buys DC. Mm-hmm. Do they bring back the Snyderverse, or do they just reboot everything and start from scratch? You bring back the Snyderverse. Because Why? you know how well it was received. But was and it you- received well, though? Like, it made a lot of money. The second part. But it was, most people were very critical. Like, Justice League, the original, not not the Snyder Justice League. But the original Justice League was terrible. Well, see, that's the thing. The studio did not give Zack Snyder what he wanted to do. Uh, They, the studio definitely interceded way too much on that movie. Yeah. And ruined it, butchered it completely. Mm -hmm. And if you've not seen the Snyder cut of uh, Justice League, and it's on HBO, if you don't have access to it, find somebody with access to it, go watch it. Yeah. It's, uh, what, four hours long? Mm -hmm. It's really long. But I actually think it's quite worth it. You don't have to watch it all at once. It's actually broken up into chapters, so you can break it up and watch it almost like a show. But I highly recommend it. It's actually very, very good. Uh, significantly better than the original Justice League movie. Yeah. Um, and you can actually see the vision of Zack Snyder and what he was trying to accomplish. And it's such a much more complete movie and story as a whole um, that you could, watching it, you could see, like, bro, if he had more ability to, like, if he had the potential to do more of these movies, mm-hmm. we could have something amazing. And, and the thing is, you watched him learn... Yeah, as he's constantly done the movies. I mean, Man of Steel. Yeah. Then you went to great Bat- movie, you completely know, a huge underrated. You know, movie. I'm glad he took the risk of what he did yeah. in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. It wasn't that Which, great. It wasn't great, but, but it was a he, risk. He learned from it. Yeah, that is true. Then come out, you know, and 
I'm with so his glad, version. I'm so glad that we got the Snyder Justice League movie. Yes. It actually did Justice League some justice. Which was near... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did justice to the Justice League by the Justice League. That's a great statement. But, um, yeah, man. I, I, I would bet my money on them bringing back the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. Um... But we already know that DC is trying to reboot basically everything. Yeah, but see, the thing is, DC like, does not know what they want to do. They don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know if it's that they don't know what they want to do. It's no, you're right. They don't know what they want to do. Um, I mean, they already have another Batman, another Batman movie coming out, which uh, I think is going to be great. By the way, I, I, this, regardless I do of not, how you feel about it, I do not want to like this movie. I will admit. The trailer makes it look better than I was expecting. Yeah. But I, on a personal, on a deeply personal level, I do not want to like this movie. Mm-hmm. So when when I eventually go to the theaters to watch it, and even if I do like it, I'm going to publicly say I hate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's only because, man, they keep, they just keep rebooting things. And yeah. it's like, give movies and people an opportunity to actually explore a character deeper. I mean, we had... The Christian Bale Batman movies, amazing. Instant legends. Mm. Instant, you know, like, just classic movies. Um, you have the Ben Affleck Batman, which a lot of people have feel some type of way about him. I think he's great, and I wish he had his own movie and an opportunity to really flesh out that character. He might actually, there is the chance since the uh, Snyder Cut of Justice League came out, and it was very well received, um, the door opened back up again for him to potentially reprise his role and get his movie again, which was, yeah. they were working on him having his own movie, but then it got canceled. And, you know, as, as of, uh, and then pretty much Robert Pattinson swooped in. Yeah. And took that literally swooped in with the back cape and everything yep. and scooped it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not, uh, just, uh, I'm not a fan. I, I have nothing against Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a fan of him being Batman. Well, the thing is, I think what kind of screwed it up some aspects is the fact that if you look at everybody that was in the justice league everyone was essentially in their prime yeah i mean the the only and ones I like that the only ones that weren't really in their primes were flash and cyborg because they were just they were new yeah they were new and they were just finding their powers and stuff right. like that trying to learn how it was right imagine if you had put a prime batman in there you what do you know, mean? Someone that wasn't like older up there in oh, age. Oh, so you mean like a newer Batman? Yeah. Um, like I feel like with this version. Uh, so I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. With this so version of with Batman. the Robert Pattinson Batman, we're getting a younger Batman again. But see, here's the thing: Batman's story has been told so many times, not just in comics, but even in TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. We all know his story. Well, and that was why. Let me finish this point. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was why I loved Ben Affleck's Batman because they didn't. They said, screw it. You already know who Batman is. Mm-hmm. You know his story. You know his parents died. You, you know all this stuff. So we just screw it. We're going to... This is a Batman that's already been Batman for a while. Mm-hmm. He already knows what he's doing. You don't need to be told his story again. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, they told his story, but they just did it in, like, flashbacks in the beginning of Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. And I think that was very well done. Um, so to have another Batman that tells his story again and redoes it again it's like yo we're not kindergartners we know his story stop telling us the same thing over yeah. and over again so i that's why i have such a resentment to it because it's like you, th- there's only so many different ways you can tell the same story well all right this is where i'm gonna come in okay sorry where I'm <laughs> go gonna ahead come in. and 
So I don't know if you knew this, but just like Marvel has their own multiverse, DC has their own multiverse too. And the director, which I actually know his name. Oh wow! Oh my God, aren't you proud of me? Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Matt Reeves. Oh, Matt Reeves. Okay, Matt all right, Reeves. all right. I'm um, impressed. He I'm impressed. actually confirmed that this is not Batman from Earth One, which we have constantly had right forever. Right, the classic Batman. Yeah. This is Batman from Earth 2. Right. Which is, and, and I'll go into case in point in a few minutes. Okay. Um, You know, they consist of a black Superman. Okay. And we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Because I have my thoughts. <laughs> they, um, That Earth consists of a black Superman. And so I think with this one, because obviously you can tell by the trailer with this new Batmobile and, and everything. It's just completely different. It's completely yeah. different. <sighs> even, even, even the... Um, Okay. The photos of the set. Right. He has some weird old looking motorcycle. Yeah. Like it's kind of this I is saw. a different take on Batman. Okay. I I don't dislike their angle. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike and I know I'm using two negatives and a grammatical sentence and you're not supposed to do that, but I I like the idea and I'm and I'm open to the idea of what they're trying to do with this Batman as a character. I just think it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And even if it's going to be a great movie, even if I do like it, I just feel like there's no real place for it amongst all of the stuff we already have going on. Well, because here's the thing. The movie comes out. It's great. It makes buku money. What did they do next? They make a sequel and then they make another sequel. And we just have a whole nother trilogy of Batman movies when we already have a Batman trilogy that everybody loves with the Christian Bale, mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan movies. We have Ben Affleck Batman, who didn't even really get a chance to be the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Robert Pattinson comes in, and I don't know. I mean, the potential is there for him to be great. I just, I'm not a fan of these constant reboots well, that seem unnecessary. And so, it, I think it's indicative of DC just not really knowing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, before we've even finished fleshing out this door, we're going to just reboot it and do it again anyway. And it's like, God, you're not even giving it a chance to breathe, yo. Like, Ben sure. Affleck should have been given a whole movie before they've decided to reboot another Batman. Yeah. And the only way I can see that it would make sense for them to continue on with both of these is if they do try to do, like, a multiverse thing with DC. Mm-hmm. But then you can't really have the conversation about it without... It's sounding forced, like, hey, they're only doing this because Marvel is doing this. You know what I mean? All right. Break it down to you, man. <laughs> All right, go ahead. The, Break it down for the me. The upcoming Flash movie is the prime uh, way yes, that they can do that without it feeling like But they already forced. they already are going to do that, potentially. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. So, because I, I, I watch a bunch of DC animated movies. Mm-hmm. I have only watched a few. I bro, because they're really good. I know like, they they're are. better I've than the actual very, movies. I've, I've heard very good things about them. Yeah, I hope. I hope no one touches those. <laughs> just let's leave that department leave alone. alone. Yeah. Um. But you have a version. I think you have a version of where they get their butts whooped by Darkseid, mm. and he has to run back into the flat. Um, into the past, and that essentially starts a whole another timeline. Or whole another multiverse, I guess. Right. You could right, say. Right. Right. You could potentially do that in this, where um, you have a case in which you got the regular Snyderverse mm-hmm. and everything that happens there, or and or and he runs back in a time, 
And then, bam, you got the younger Robert Pattinson version of Batman and therefore and so forth. Right. And you could potentially continue the Snyderverse in its own little way and have like a current one. That's the only way that I could potentially see them work. I mean, see this working. And I love the cast that they have. I love Mark. Did you know how big of a fan I am with Jason Momoa? Yes, dude. I yeah. Like the, he, the Aquaman movie is like my favorite freaking DC movie. This is just one of my favorite movies. Period. Yep. It's a really fun movie, dude. I really like it. I love that guy. Yeah. Then Henry Henry Cavill. Yeah. Did a great job as Superman. Dude, I and I'm upset because his role as Superman has been up in the air for the past like couple years. Mm-hmm. And who knows if he's coming back or not? Like in all honesty, you might want to keep him because he's done such a great time, great job. Yeah, but see, the thing is, is not that he hasn't done a great job; is that DC is so ready to just reboot everything anyway. Yeah, which I say would be a big mistake because now you're at a point in time where people are looking at Marvel Mm -hmm. and saying, "Okay, Marvel is already done with Phase One." They're moving on to a whole other phase. Well, talk, technically, phase four or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So technically, yeah. we already they, have four phases. They've been phases, phases <laughs> like, like that. Awkward. They got a formula and it works. And yeah. they're like, yo, we're pumping these movies out. And they have 10 movies currently in development right mm-hmm. now. 10. And I think that DC, Warner Bros., whoever you want to look at it, they need to sit there and realize, like, you have something. You have potential in this. I mean, this is essentially... DC is a whole gold mine that you're sitting on because you know how much money Marvel makes off of superhero movies. Billions. Billions. So it's like you have this opportunity. You saw what Zack Snyder did with the Justice League. You saw how well it was received. Expand on it. Actually show fans that, look, all right, we're not going to mismanage stuff now. We're going to actually try and move forward and see where this goes. Because in all honesty, I think you do it the right way. You let Zack Snyder have his, have his vision. Because mm-hmm. like I said, he's learned. You let him do his thing and probably in, input James Gunn in it. Right. Because he's still doing some Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. And then you still have Christopher Nolan putting in his in, input. input. Yeah. DC could be amazing. It could it has the potential. That's the problem. We're sitting on potential. The question is, are they going to fulfill that potential? Yeah. I, I, and I feel like if you leave it up to Zack Snyder and you let him basically do what he does well, mm-hmm. I think that potential could be fulfilled. But I feel like the studio is going to get involved and just screw it all up. And so who knows? Which we'll is see. why they need to sell it. Or sell at it least, to Netflix. Or at least... Because Netflix basically is the exact opposite. They just don't like they don't interfere at all Mm -hmm. uh for better or for worse i mean you know sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not yeah and and they're gonna get extra tv shows too the only fear with netflix is netflix has absolutely no hesitation canceling things if it does not meet their expectations it doesn't matter our expectations as fans Mm -hmm. or as people watching it it literally matters to them if this does not meet it cut it get rid of it like they well, they don't waste any time well, that's doing the that. only so thing that's like that's yeah. the that's the risk is like hey give it to netflix and netflix could just drop the hammer and say this ain't performing the way we like it so we're getting rid of all of it true true and that's where i think patience comes in yeah because it's like in all honesty the very first iron man wasn't all that super great like that it was good 
Don't get me wrong, but it yeah. wasn't like, oh my gosh, like I Iron disagree because I know. feel like I, for me it was. I thought when Iron Man first came out, the first Iron Man movie, dude, that was one of the dopest things. Like the only other superhero related movie that I remember as a kid watching that I was like, yo, this is amazing was the first Spider Man movie because mm-hmm. that was like the first, oh yeah, like that real. Was- modern superhero movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that that set the standard for basically every superhero movie that came afterwards. Yeah. And then Iron Man set a different standard for superhero movies mm-hmm. that everybody after that tried to meet. And so you've got these two huge icons mm-hmm. in superhero and then Chris, you know, Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan, Batman, that set a different standard. You've got these huge, you know, icons of how to do it right and yep. then everybody else to try to, you know, so I don't know. I mean, but if you also look at the way Marvel, like let's 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 be honest here, if you look at Marvel and you look at the first few movies that they made, compare it to the rest. Oh, yeah. that they, di- that's deep down. Yeah, currently. they definitely got a lot better. The yeah. first ones were not very. They good. got a the first, lot better. Yeah, that I agree. I agree. They they took chances in the beginning and they learned quickly, but they kept trying, and that's the thing. They kept going. They and, didn't let they didn't let a few failures derail the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas DC it's like, oh, a few failures. Nah, let's just reboot everything. Let's, yeah. Imagine if Marvel tried that. Imagine if Thor came out and they said, oh my god, nobody likes this movie. It's just reboot. Let's do another Thor. Uh I mean, they did it with Hulk. Thankfully, he was the only character that got rebooted three different times. They eventually got him right, but yeah, because you had the first Hulk movie, nobody remembers. It was just called oh, the Hulk. Like way, way back. Yeah, in the day. I really like that movie, but nobody remembers yeah, that movie. Then you have the Incredible back. Hulk, the gray one with Abomination. Mm-hmm. That one was, eh, it was okay, whatever. And then you have the new Mark Ruffalo Hulk that everybody loves. They finally got it right. They but love that Hulk. Everybody loves Mark Ruffalo. Is that really? They love yeah, that Hulk? he's great. He's not mean enough. What do you mean he's not mean enough? Not That's mean why enough. people like him. He's what? like lovably. He's he's lovable. <sighs> He's like a he's like a kid who just gets temper tantrums. It's like yeah, yeah you you he's kind of you know annoying when he's having temper tra- tantrums, but you love the kid. It's well, like that's Marshall what I liked like, about the previous one is because like, okay, don't get me wrong, I do like that part of Mark Ruffalo's mm-hmm. uh, Hulk, you know, where he's like, you know, but yeah, when it comes to being serious, like you know, I need I need the old the one that came before yeah. that where but see that didn't he, work. That's he, the thing. They tried it. They tried it twice. They said the first one, super serious, didn't work. Second one, okay, let's just try it differently, but we'll, we'll keep gotta, the seriousness. Didn't them. work. Okay, let's try, let's tone down the seriousness, and we'll put him in somebody else's movie, and we'll make him Mark Ruffalo. Well, you got to combine money. them, man. Just print money. Everybody loves him. Okay, we'll stick with that. You got to combine them, man. What do you mean? Combine They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. I mean, like polarization, bro. Like Yu-Gi-Oh! Bam! Combine them, James. They're not going to do it. Yu-Gi-Oh! reference, if anybody got that, nobody is going to get that. Anyway, um, (laughs) uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I just, I really, like, I I have hopes for DC to get their act together. I hope so. But this is something. uh, This next topic might derail absolutely everything. Oh, I'm really going to get into that It one. might derail absolutely everything, and we haven't even brought this point up yet. All right, so let me just lay the groundwork for people who don't know. Okay, so currently we have an actor named Henry Cavill who is playing Superman. I personally love Henry Cavill as an actor and his role as Superman. Um, yes, say what you will about the Man of Steel movie. A lot of people eh, feel some type of way about it. I think it was a great Superman movie. Um, Batman versus Superman, eh, not a great movie, but Superman was great. I, just Superman's character is genuinely good in the DC movies, right? 
Well, because of everything that's happened with DC, um, the idea of rebooting Superman as a whole has come about. And not only has it come about, it's basically been confirmed that Superman will be rebooted. Um, the potential for Henry Cavill to come back as Superman is still there, but they're going to go ahead and go forward with a totally separate Superman movie, just like they did with Batman. Even though we still have Ben Affleck potentially there to play Batman, they're just going to have a whole different thing. Now, this new Superman movie is going to introduce a black Superman, which is fine because there is a black Superman from the comics. But the problem is not that they're going to make Superman black. The problem is that they're not going to make the black Superman from the comics the black Superman that they have in the movie. It has now been recently introduced. And, you know, I think it's still maybe a rumor. I don't know if this has actually been confirmed, but it's basically confirmed at this point that this new black Superman is going to be a black Clark Kent instead of the black Superman from the comics, who is totally different name from a totally different earth, who has a totally different story, completely different character, just still, you know, uh, under the name of Superman, they're going to basically make Clark Kent black and make him Superman, mm -hmm. which means that this new Superman movie is going to be like a forced race changed woke. movie, a woke Superman. And uh, rarely do these types of changes in any intellectual property in movies work well. And so... I'm very worried that this might derail everything that Marvel has going on because I'm not it. it obviously, we don't know anything about the movie outside of the fact that the Superman's going to be black. It's going to be a black Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we know the writer from the. Uh, I think the writer is going to be the same writer from well, they the Watchmen talk, series. Talk about J.J. Abrams. Well, he might direct, but the person working on the script is a separate person. Okay, and I believe Watchmen. it's the same. I, I believe so. I am not 100 percent on that. So please go. You know, whoever's listening, go check that on yourself. Mm -hmm. I believe it's the same writer from the Watchmen series. That is the only thing that gives me hope because the Watchmen series is very good. Although that was an example of them making a black woke show, mm -hmm. whereas Watchmen isn't traditionally dealing with race issues. Yeah. The Watchmen show on HBO dives directly into it. Well, um, that's because they were in Tulsa. Okay, but see, that has nothing to do with Watchmen. They were, they were in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Were the original Watchmen in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Well, they were in a. It was like a different Watchmen. Type I, I know, but that's what I'm saying is they took Watchmen and they changed it to fit it. Now, the show was great and the show did it well. You know, people have their feelings on it. Um, so the potential for them to do it right is there. But to have a Superman show that is going to dive headfirst into these race issues, which is almost inevitable. Um, and with everything going on in the country right now and how sensitive everybody is, the potential for them to ruin this is extremely high. And I am not a fan of this at all. I have no problem with them making Superman black. I even have no problem with the actor who has basically been uh, chosen to be the black Superman. And that's Michael B. Jordan, who I think if you're going to make a black Superman, he's probably the absolute best choice. And I would love to see Michael B. Jordan as a black Superman. Like, that actually, to me, is personally super dope. But I digress. The potential for them to ruin this is extremely high, and I'm just, I'm concerned. So I know you have your thoughts, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you speak to that. Okay, so first thing first, like you were saying, 
I was extremely happy of the thought of a black Superman. My thing is, you can't change someone that's been throughout generations since the very first Superman. Clark Kent being white, you can't immediately change them and say, oh, we're going to change him to a black Superman. That's like that's like changing Hassan or Jordan Green to Asian. Oh, or, no, or, you or, can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Like I'm I'm black from the beginning <laughs> from when I was born. I was black. But let me let me push back a little bit on that because playing devil's advocate, and this is a point that I don't even really disagree with that much. Mm-hmm. You can say that as a fictional character, mm-hmm. the race of the character does not matter, right? Yeah. As the people who are going to argue for black Superman, they're going to say that. But if you're going to use that point and you're going to say race doesn't matter, then why make him black? Yeah. See, what, what, what is the issue? See, my my thing is with that is because I, I originally I still have that same ide- ideology. Right. You know, like it's, it's a fictional character. Right. But in the same sense, in that case, make a different version of him. Right. Make, you know, like what we have in Earth 2, what Absolutely. I was saying to you, they have a black Superman. You know, or who's completely, a, who's not Clark Kent, completely different version like of Superman. Like Miles Morales to Peter Parker. Yeah. A completely different Spider-Man, mm-hmm. still Spider-Man, but a totally different story. A story that fits him being a black character. Yes. Whereas Peter Parker is a white character, and that story fits him. Yeah. And now, you can have them both, and you can have one white, one black, and do justice to both of them. Mm-hmm. But to take okay. Peter Parker yeah. and make him black, and but, then change his story to be centered around him being a black Peter Parker that doesn't work. ruins the story. Yeah. And if you do the same thing with Clark Kent being black and you make the story around him being a black Clark Kent and a black Superman, you're going to ruin the story. Yeah. And you're not, you're definitely not going to make that much money. Well, you're going to make money because of the black community. You know, I think, they well, be black of Superman, course. But. Well, so here's the thing. How many people, how many people are going to see it the way that we see it? Because the average person is just going to see a black Superman. Well, to, see, the thing is, the people who are loyal to DC, because let's be honest, how many people, how many more people are there? Loyal fans of DC or just average there people? There are a who lot of loyal fans to DC. Yeah, but there are more people who have don't care about DC, Marvel, anything. They just like going to the movies. Well, I mean, true, but let's let's be honest. Without those loyal fans, especially the way DC has been terrible for these last few years. Without here's those the thing. loyal fans to make you that I, money, I, I agree. I agree with you. But here's the thing: the loyal fans are going to be the voices that speak up against it if it turns out to be bad. If it turns out to be bad, but although we may be the voices that speak up against it, we are not going to be the money that funds it. True. We might be a small portion of it, but as a whole, if that movie turns out to be very successful because people just want to see a black Superman and they may not even see past what they're doing mm-hmm. by forcing the blackness of this character mm-hmm. and making it all about him being, and who knows? We don't know. But just from what we've heard, this seems to be the case. Yeah. And if they do that, then you risk losing who Clark Kent as a character. Mm-hmm. And the reason we love him as a character is because of his nobleness is because of his ability to be separate from the things that bother average people. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an overpowered superhero. Yeah. And so his struggles are completely different from from ours, and so it's it's going to be difficult. The the another thing I want to because I want to go back to the the fact that you know these are fictional characters, right? And you know, in a lot of ways, 
color doesn't really matter. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. But it does. But I will say it matters in certain instances. Okay. A lot of people like to sit here, and I'm not just saying this because I'm black. Right. I'm, I'm looking at this from a logical perspective here. A lot of people sit there and say, well, what if you make Black Panther white? Look at the character. His whole idea and ideology was to be surrounded by black culture. Well, he literally runs a picture, a kingdom full of black people. He's a black king. And I'll elaborate on that. You're, you're right. Black Panther, a big part of who Black Panther is, is defined by him being black. Yes. And so you can't really separate the blackness of the character mm-hmm. from who the character is yeah. because they're one and the same. Exactly. And so I, you're, you're 100% right. And that is a perfect point because I was actually going to say that exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, another friend of mine um, from work actually brought this exact point up. Is for those people who want to argue for saying that it is okay to take a traditionally white character and making them black. Mm-hmm. Okay, on the flip side of that, if that is okay... And you are saying that race does not matter, and you're saying, and you're saying that it is okay to take traditional, it is okay to change the race of a fictional character because they're fictional. Yeah. Who cares? Okay. Keep that same energy, which is my personal motto, and if you know me, I say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Keep that same energy, and be perfectly okay with them making Black Panther white. Yeah. He keeps the name Black Panther, and mm-hmm. he'll be the king of Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep that same energy. It does. But he's white. <laughs> it doesn't. But he's a fictional character though, so you yeah. can't say nothing. I mean, in all in, is in that all okay? Honesty. No honesty, I wouldn't mind if if there's a different version of Black Panther that's white. Which, white Panther. I mean, <laughs> I mean, apparently Captain America took up the mantle of Black Panther at one point in time. You say Captain America did? Captain America oh, wow. apparently took up the mantle that. at one point in time. It was um, only short. Interesting, but I mean, like I didn't mind. You know, as long as it makes sense, and as long I mean, as there's a different version. Here's the thing. It can always make sense, and mm-hmm. it can always be done well. Mm-hmm. But what we're talking about is the potential for it to be done wrong, and that potential for it to be ruined is way bigger than for the potential for them to do it well. And yeah. it's like traditionally these things aren't handled very well. Mm-hmm. And so I personally and most people who who are aware of this issue don't have a lot of faith, in, especially in movie studios, mm-hmm. when it comes to making the right decisions to do this type of thing well. Yeah. And so I have a lot of uh, concern about where this might lead. Oh, yeah. Um, I also have a lot of concern about how the general people are going to take to it because I don't think the general people are going to look at it from our perspective. I think most people, as as you raised the point, most people are going to look at it and be like, oh, well, so what? He's a fictional character. Who cares if we mm-hmm. make him black? Yeah. But those same people saying that are not going to be able to keep the same energy if you ask them, okay, well, what about a traditionally black character? Mm-hmm. Are you okay with them making them white? Yeah. Now, playing devil's advocate, you could argue that Superman as a character isn't necessarily defined by him being white mm-hmm. in the same way that traditionally black characters, such as Black Panther, are defined by them being black. Yeah. So it would, it could be easier to take a traditionally white character and make them black. Mm-hmm. Because if you wanted to keep race out of it, you could change Clark Kent, make him black, keep all of this, the story the same, keep all of the same values the same, and it could work. Yeah. The only thing that could become an issue, and what usually happens is that they know, they don't just take a white character and make him black and keep everything the same, mm-hmm. and now you just have a dope black character. They change it and... Tried to change Sorry. the story and origin. Right. They changed the story to be more defined by this character now being black mm-hmm. as opposed to just keeping it 
traditional to the story. And yeah. that's where the problems become. Because then it's like you're inserting race in a situation where it was never an issue mm-hmm. to begin with. And if our fight against racism is supposed to be that race should not matter, mm-hmm. but we're continuing to make it a make a statement that it does matter, Mm -hmm. then you're sending mixed signals and it's making it extremely difficult to even have a conversation about these things. Yeah. Because on the one hand, you're saying, oh, race should not matter. Skin color should not matter. But it does matter. Mm. We all know this. And we all know that if you're black, a large portion of your experience in this country and a lot of other countries is going to be defined by your blackness. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're white, that might not be the same. Or if it is, it'll be just in different ways. Mm. Um, and we all we understand this, and so, but see here here's the here's the thing I want to mention. Um, and and they also have this problem with from Eternals earlier, right? Um, the one of the, I think she's the leader, Ajax. Yeah, is actually female, right? And and um, the movies she's supposed to be male, male in the comics, in the comics. right? The thing is, in my opinion. If the actor is able to do the character well, really well, it shouldn't matter. Okay. And let me say this. When Samuel L. Jackson was casted as Nick Fury. Right. And Samuel L. Jackson is black. Right. And Nick Fury is, is white in the comics. Right. There was no criticism. I don't, I don't recall anyone saying a darn thing about that. Right. And that turned out, boy, Samuel L. Jackson is killing that role. Yeah, he did. He's he killing did. it. Yeah. In fact, comic book Nick Fury's now are all black. <laughs> <laughs> and they all look like Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> so it's like, it's like it shouldn't really matter if the if the actor is able to really Or not do even the so job. much the actor. Because I agree. The actor matters a lot, but also the writing. Mm-hmm. If they can... If it's done well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Nick Fury is a perfect example of how they can take a white character, make him black, and race was never an issue. Mm-hmm. It was never brought up. It was never a thing. And Nick Fury killed that role, or Samuel Jackson killed that role. And Nick Fury is a beloved character mm-hmm. because of that reason. Yeah. And that is an example of how it could be done right. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's too easy for this to be done wrong. And you know, you brought up the point of taking a, a traditionally male character and making him female. Mm-hmm. Also, the same thing. It does. It should not matter if they're male or female. Mm-hmm. If the writing is done well and the character is done well and it makes sense, nobody's going to care. Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't even notice a difference. Like, if I'm familiar with the character from the comics and I see the movie and I'm like, okay, he's different in this way. Mm-hmm. He was white in the comics, but now he's black. Or he was male in the comics and now you know he's a female. Mm-hmm. Whatever have you. Whatever the changes are, I should be able to watch and consume the media, whatever it's movie, show, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I should be able to get through it and never once should it come into my mind that, okay, well, yeah, I can see if she's female. Yeah. I can definitely see the difference. Mm-hmm. I can see how they change the story to fit her being female, or I can definitely see how they change the story. It, it shouldn't even occur to me. And if it doesn't occur to me, and I'm watching this, and the only thing I can think about is that character and just their role in the overall story, mm-hmm. then they've nailed it. Because yeah. it should not be something that you actively think about. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think looking back at Black Panther, because Black Panther did something that I think goes understated, maybe not so much in the black community because, you know, obviously we were much more sensitive to it. But the way that it tackled race Mm -hmm. um, and particularly the black experience in America, I think it it did a great job of doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But also it was 
the expectation was almost that it had to mm-hmm. because it's the first major black hero in a huge multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. Um, and I did a really good, really good job of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, I will be closely watching every bit of information that comes out about this black Superman movie going forward. Yeah. And we'll see. And I'm sure we'll have more conversations about it. I just, I pray that they do it well mm-hmm. because they don't do it well. Um, uh, who knows? Yeah, I just, I just really think like, because I understand in certain situations and with certain characters, and like I was saying, Black Panther, mm-hmm. you can't really change him. You can potentially like make a different version of him, right? That might be able to be a different color, right? Because I mean, because this also goes back to cultural appreciation. Right. When we were talking about, you know, how big... Appropriation or appreciation? Appreciation. Appreciation. Okay, sorry. Like, when we were talking about how great Black Panther was Ah, for the black community. Yes. And how great Shang-Chi would be for the Asian community. Right, potentially, yeah. So, I mean, in that aspect, I can understand. Right. But certain characters, like, let's say... Prime example, um, the new Black Adam movie that's coming out. Ah, yeah. They they made Hawkman, and he's casted as a black guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's casted as a black guy. What in what sense does Hawkman have a really cultural appreciation? I see. I mean, he has like Egyptian type origins, uh, right. but it's like, in all honesty, in the comics, the man is white. Right. When have Egyptians really been white like but that? I could see. I could see that being, but I could see them doing that. Like that could potentially be a way that they do it the right, like right by. Um, Hawkman mm-hmm. by making him black because he's Egyptian. Although he you gets, could argue that traditionally Egyptians aren't black. Yeah, and anyway, he gets but he gets reincarnated every time. Times, yeah, right. so it's like the man could show up as an Asian dude, right? And you know, like he's still Hawkman. Right. He's just in an Asian dude's body. Like, why does it really matter like that? Right. You know, but the, the, in that sense, he doesn't really have true cultural appreciation. Mm. You, you know, I see. I see. I see what you're saying. Like you're Black saying. Adam would have more cultural appreciation because you know he's really what he's all about Egypt and everything, yeah. and pyramids and all that. Is stuff. Black? Well, so I'm not actually very familiar with Black Adam as a character. I don't know his origins or anything like that. Obviously, we have Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. The Rock, who's going to be playing him. Mm-hmm. The Rock is Samoan. Yeah. No connection to Egypt at all. Yeah. But nobody's going to care either because it's Dwayne Johnson mm-hmm. and you can put Dwayne Johnson in a Teletubbies movie and everybody's going to go watch it. Mm-hmm. So who cares? But um, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I I think Dwayne Johnson being Dwayne Johnson, I don't see him doing making those types of changes and doing it like poorly. I feel like it's going to work I um, mean, for I mean, Black Adam was, was like bald to well, the current one is bald. Yeah, it was like it's like the perfect bald actor. Yeah, I I know, <laughs> and it's just he literally is almost like born to play Black Adam. Just like uh, uh, what's the guy that plays Daredevil? Um, oh, um, um, what in a Netflix series? No, just the movie Daredevil. Not Daredevil. Sorry, why did I say Dare- Deadpool? Deadpool. Oh fuck, Ryan uh, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yep, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, dude, that guy is freaking Deadpool. Yeah, bro. he's Deadpool. He just like I, I feel like. Dwayne Johnson is going to be Black Adam. Like, you know, I kind of feel Reynolds bad that he Deadpool. even picked up that Green Lantern role. 
bro, okay, <laughs> we're not gonna get too deep into it. I kind of feel but bad. I did not hate that movie as much as everybody else did. I kind. In of... fact, my favorite part of that movie was the part that everybody hated the most, which was his suit. I thought his suit was dope. Yeah, his suit was kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. But everybody that I've talked to hated his suit from yeah, the movie. That was kind of cool. I mean, you you got willpower running yeah. through you. you, you I don't know. know. I thought suit. that suit was super dope. I was like, that was my favorite part of the movie. Everything else about the movie was like, eh. I mean, let's let's be honest with you. Let's be honest here. Does he just put on? Does what makes the suit? Does he the just, ring? Yeah, the ring. Yeah, it's power, and the ring is powered by what willpower, right? Which is like his source of energy. Yeah, so it can be seen as you know the suit with running with oh, energy. Oh yeah, 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 no, I get it. Yeah, nobody else did, I guess. Well, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I I totally got I it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, but whatever. You know, I digress. Um, Dang, there was something else that I was going to say, actually, when you brought that up. But I can't remember. Anyway, Dwayne Johnson, since you brought up Black Adam, um, he's actually a huge proponent of the Snyderverse. And he's actually been fighting, not fighting, but he's working with Warner Brothers. And he is advocating to bring the Snyderverse back so that him and Henry Cavill Superman can be in a movie together and fight. Which would be, Ooh, that'd be so tough. dope if they made that happen. And not only that... But if you get Shazam, because I think Black Adam is actually a Shazam villain. Yeah, he is. Uh, bro, Shazam, Superman, Black Adam in a movie together, which Shazam is also a great DC movie. Mm-hmm. I think most people forget about that movie when they're talking about DC movies. They but do. It's, that's a great movie, actually. Um, and I really enjoyed it. That would be so dope. So I am praying Dwayne Johnson is successful in his advocacy for making this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, because that would be... That would be amazing. I mean, even if Shazam couldn't be in it, just Black Adam versus Superman mm-hmm. would be The Rock versus Henry Cavill, bro. Yep. That'd be pretty what? tough. That that would be so dope. That that could rival anything Marvel comes up with. Mm-hmm. Like DC, if you want to save the Snyderverse, make that happen. Like you need to spend every penny, every dime to make that happen, or make like a legit, real Batman versus Superman. With no, ma- oh, honestly, Mary. Uh, what did you say, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> That's my mother's name. That's what. Okay, Dad, that was so dumb. Oh, um, man. Anyway, but yeah, that would be great. That would be great, um, bro. We've been going at this for an hour and a half. That was that was a good conversation. We don't really have much left. We basically touched on every point. Yeah. Um, the only other thing uh, we talked about Jupiter's legacy and Invincible. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to bring up? The only other thing I have is my my uh, recommendation of the week, Mm-mm. which is a new thing we're going to be doing. Um, okay, well, I'll go ahead and do that then. So uh, I'm going to be trying every week. I'm going to drop this podcast going forward. And every at the end of every podcast, I'm going to recommend a movie or a show for people to watch. And on the next, the following podcast, um, we'll discuss it. We'll talk about it. And it'll just be something that, you know, I'll try to recommend like obscure little known movies and shows things that i personally love but may not a lot of people may not have seen um now these are going to be like different things i I love shows that are either like weird i love weird things but also just like get you to think differently so my first recommendation for this it's a netflix original show it's a short series so it is not there is just the one season, there's no multiple seasons or anything like that, and that's it. It's just the one season. Um, it's called Maniac. It's on Netflix. It has Emma Stone and Jonah Hill in it. I think it's like six or eight episodes long. Um, 
highly recommend it. I watched this maybe a couple years ago, and I watched the first episode because I was just like, it looks interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. The trailer looked, you know, like really, really intriguing. So I watched the first episode and I could not stop watching it. And I was so like, I was so satisfied with that show. Um, so that is going to be my first recommendation. Highly recommend if you have access to a Netflix account, please go pull up Maniac. Uh, I think there's another movie or show on Netflix called Maniac. So make sure you click on the one that has Emma Stone and Jonah Hill in it. It should be the first recommendation. Go watch it. Watch it this next week. Binge it. And then next week, when me and JG hopefully link up again and potentially another guest, we'll talk about it. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll come out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have until next Friday to watch it. Right. So please go look for it and uh, let me know your thoughts. JG, anything else to say closing out? Nah. <laughs> All right, bro. Well, hey, thank you for tuning in. As always, guys, this has been a great podcast. We're going to be really trying really, really hard to keep doing this going forward every week. Um, our goal for right now is one episode a week, but I'm going to work towards doing potentially two episodes a week. Um, and as this grows, we'll see how it goes. But uh, thank you so much for your time, and we will see you next week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.